Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Monday, April 4th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on-demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. The European Union will send investigators to Ukraine to help document alleged war crimes. It's just part of the outcry worldwide against images of Bucha and other Kyiv suburbs recently abandoned by Russian troops. The horrific images show the bodies of executed people dressed as civilians littering the streets and piled in mass graves. Reacting today, President Biden said Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. Moscow doubled down on its alternate version of reality, claiming its forces did not harm a single civilian in Bucha. The Kremlin says the images of dead people in the streets are, quote, another production of the Kyiv regime for the Western media, even though many of those images have been captured by independent journalists. For good measure, Russia's chief investigator has announced an investigation into what he calls Ukraine's provocation. The hacking group Anonymous says it's behind the release of the names, addresses, and dates of birth of more than 120,000 Russian soldiers allegedly fighting in Ukraine. The information was released last month. On Twitter Sunday, Anonymous claimed responsibility for the leak, adding, quote, It's going to take a very long time to accept Russia back into the human race after all the crimes it's committed via Putin. Turns out Elon Musk is doing more than just criticizing Twitter as a platform that limits his right to free speech. He has purchased a big stake in the social media company. According to an SEC filing that Twitter released this morning, Musk owns more than a 9% stake, which is worth nearly $3 billion. And that estimate could rise quickly. Twitter shares surged more than 20% when the markets opened. The Senate Judiciary Committee is expected to advance Katanji Brown-Jackson's Supreme Court nomination to the full Senate this morning. Democrats hope to hold a final vote on Thursday. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Republican Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri seemed of two minds about Jackson, saying he'll vote against her but calling her nomination as the first black woman on the court historic. I won't be supporting her, but I'll, I'll be uh, joining others in understanding the importance of uh, this moment. Jackson is likely to get the 50 votes she needs in the Senate to be confirmed. We're updating those headlines as news happens until 1 p.m. Eastern, so keep checking in. We'd also love to hear from you. Email us at therefreshatinsider.com. Coming up, would you buy a house with a friend? Well, we talked to a single mom who did. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere, can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. Rental car company Hertz is buying up to 65,000 new electric vehicles from Swedish EV maker Polestar. Hertz has been ratcheting up its push toward electric. The company ordered 100,000 EVs from Tesla in October. European customers can expect to rent a Polestar this spring and North American and Australian customers later this year. 
JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon says his company, which is the biggest U.S. bank by assets, could lose about $1 billion over time as a result of its exodus from Russia. In his annual letter to shareholders, widely read by the business community, Dimon says three forces are likely to shape the world over the coming decades. One, the U.S. economy's rebound from the pandemic. Two, high inflation and the rapidly rising rates that are likely to ensue. And three, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. In an ironic twist, Trump's new app, Truth Social, has flagged content by one of Trump's longtime allies, Roger Stone. According to the Daily Beast, Stone complained about Truth Social slapping one of his posts with a content warning label after he wrote about the threat of, quote, radical Islam. Truth Social bills itself as a free speech app for conservatives who feel censored on other networks. But the app had a rocky rollout with technical glitches and a long waiting list. Reuters reports two of Truth Social's key tech leaders have resigned. Jack Dorsey, the founder and former CEO of Twitter, says he's sorry for ruining the internet. Yeah, way to go, Jack. In a tweet on Saturday, he fondly recalled the early days of the web and then shifted to say that, quote, centralizing discovery and identity into corporations really damaged the internet, adding, I realize I'm partially to blame and I regret it. Coca-Cola has announced a new flavor, and it's called Zero Sugar Bite. That's bite with a Y, because the drink is supposed to taste like pixels. Nope, this isn't a super late April Fool's joke. Coca-Cola is hoping to tap into the gaming industry with Zero Sugar Bite. It first debuted in the video game Fortnite, but the sugar-free drink will hit real-life shelves on May 2nd. Coca-Cola says you'll be able to play an augmented reality game by scanning the pixelated image on the can but I'm sure we're all just looking forward to finding out what pixels taste like. As housing prices continue to rise, people are getting creative. A couple of years ago, Holly Harper was a newly divorced single mom, and she couldn't afford a place in D.C. on her own, so she did something more people are doing. She teamed up with another single mother to buy a home together. She says it's paradise. Holly's here to chat with us. Hey, Holly. Hey. So why did you decide to co-own a house with a friend? Well, I lived in Capitol Hill in D.C., and the housing market is just on fire. And Mm. so when I went from selling my single family home and I started looking at the real estate, I noticed that the only thing I could afford with my $400,000 budget was either a condo with a crazy HOA fee and no outdoor space or I was going to have to live in like a subterranean, you know, row house split into a duplex. Mm. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to have to live in a duplex anyway, I might as well live with someone who I actually love and we can share that investment. And coincidentally, a good friend of mine was going through a similar situation mm. and we just thought, yeah, let's try it. You said that you wanted to live in a familial community, that you wanted this sort of commune dream. But can you tell us a little bit about the house itself? We ended up finding this house. It was an old boarding house and it has a basement unit that's two bedroom walkout. And then my unit is the ground level. It's two bedroom. And then the mirror image of that upstairs is configured as a three bedroom. And then we have a studio in the attic. So technically we only share the porches the backyard and the utility space. You said that it feels like you're living in a sitcom. You compare it to the Gilmore Girls or Three's Company, but I (laughs) I imagine it's not all great, right? I mean, so what is hard about this living situation? You know, 
none of it has been really hard. We had to learn each other's kids. So each kid is so different and the parents know best about how to parent the kids. Mm So you really had to, you know, tiptoe a little bit at first. Like, how do I tell this kid no, the way that he will hear me, but he doesn't, you know, think I'm his mom um, or that I'm not the mean lady downstairs. Like navigating that was a little bit challenging at first, but now we really know each other well and we know how to communicate in a way that the kids can respond. But did you sit down with the other moms at one point and just kind of set the ground rules? What we did before we did the rules is just shared our stories and our journeys and our theories on life and parenting and our, you know, heartbreak and built that trust and empathy to the point where, you know, we can do hard things together. So you wrote that you saved $30,000 last year because of this co-ownership. So you've been doing this for a little while now. What other sorts of financial perks have you noticed? Oh man, like in a normal situation, every one of us would have to buy an air fryer and every one of us would have to buy, um, you know, the big pot to can things. And, you know, our kids all want the Nintendos and we'd have three, but in this environment, like we have one of everything. Mm. And so, It's just amazing. My household expenses on stuff have just plummeted. So how can people who are struggling with the current housing market replicate your success and what you have done? Uh, The first thing they need to do is find a realtor and find a mortgage broker that understands um, its co-tenancy. It's as simple as that. And then we created a sub-agreement that says what happens when things go wrong. Mm -hmm. And you can just do that with a real estate lawyer. All right. Thank you so much, Holly. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. You can learn more about her co-ownership over on Insider. We'll be updating the news until 1 p.m. Eastern, so check back for the latest headlines. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. Talk to you soon.